All public speaking is, is speaking to one person at a time in front of many people. has been educating and inspiring individuals, entrepreneurs, and leaders for decades. He's helped millions of people to move past the mental barriers that were holding them back from stepping to their power to become a better version of themselves and live a kick-ass life. I know this firsthand as I'm Jenny, Dan's wife. And here's your host, Dan Law. Public speaking is one of the hardest, but at the same time, it can be one of the most lucrative skills to scale your business, build a personal brand, or getting your message out there. But in this episode, Dan and Deborah Patel, the world-renowned public speaker, gives you the untold secret of finding your signature speaking style. So I'm going to give you a multi-million dollar tip, Thank you. okay? I love it. All public speaking is, is speaking to one person at a time in front of many people. I'll repeat that. All public speaking is, great public speaking is having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with one person at a time in front of many people. So you connect, you stay one thought with that person, you make sure it lands, then you move on to the next person that might be at the next table, table. then the next section, then the next section. You don't have to go in a linear way, but you don't want to do back and forth like you're watching a tennis match. You want that to elegantly glide and to touch through the room. But what will have people be amazing and authentic and come across as open and sincere. vulnerable, sincere, genuine, humble, which as you know in Asia, if you're not humble, you, you, no trust, zero trust, mm. yeah? Uh, and I, I always say the ultimate credibility is a balance between your humanity, your humanness, yeah. and your expertise. Mm. And we gotta have both head and heart. Um, uh, you know, very, intellectual decision they may not buy if you're doing a, a really great technical presentation it's, it's got to be delivered with an energy yeah. emotion with passion and sometimes people it's sometimes it's not like dramatic like emotional but it's that care or that intense desire to help people maximize their time their business maximize their income right. and so if people so it's all in the connection, it's all in your sincerity, you know, what do you want your audience to feel, what are their concerns, speaking to their concerns, we could do yeah. a whole... Understanding the yeah. audience, right? Asking them, we could do a whole day of talking probably about that stuff, yes. and so then really show up to serve. It's not about speaking to sell, it's about speaking to serve. And if you come with a heart of service, people will feel that. I, you know, I forget what I'm gonna say so many times, but if you're connected to the audience, you look at the right person or you feel, you know what? So, over there at the back, are you with me? Do you have any questions so far? Yeah, or you can say, another thing, if you have people that aren't responding, 
<laughs> and say, okay, we've covered a little bit now. Let's let's lock that in, Mr. Lockett. Let's, 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 let's take a moment, moment and lock that in, okay? And so so what I want you to do is I want you to grab a partner and I want you to share your top takeaways uh, in the yes. last 30 minutes. Yes. Then you can open up. They felt they've already discussed it, especially in an Asian context yeah. or if people are, are stepping out. outside their comfort zone. Like I know a lot of the work mm. you do, I'm sure, mm really requires people to step outside 100%. their comfort zone, right? So then after they've had a chance to practice and discuss, so anybody like to share what, what just came up in your group? And then that then you're doing your magic and your mastery. And so things, there's a lot of ways to engage people. Sometimes it's just taking yeah. that time to to show the audience you're listening, right? Yeah. Where, hey, any any questions? And sometimes, yeah, I don't want to. No, okay, good. Do you have any questions? Good, yeah. and then we move on. I actually set up my presentations, even big ones, in front of 5,000, 10,000 people. I'm not joking. Yes. It's very dangerous. You could do it, though. Yes. I start off, I do my opening, I cover my main issues, then I talk about the problems that people have, and then uh, I say, okay, now let's focus on you. Let's look at your problems. I give them a whole slide full of, these are the problems I see mostly with my clients, yes. so I'm already telling them yes. what their problems are, which yes. they know anyway. Oh, yes. yeah, that one's mine, that one's yes. mine. And so then, then I open up for questions in the middle of my keynote. Now, again, you have to be prepared you have to know your content and look at our in our area of doing what we've been doing for so long yes it's a little bit scary but it's also fun, fun it's right fun, fun. but it's you have to know your stuff yeah anybody who really knows their stuff yeah. can do it yes. yeah yes. anybody who's had the thousands and thousands of hours can yes. do it but you have to create the space in your presentation right. and then when you move to a close yeah. for people who have issues with closes they have to practice the close mm. they have to work they, on the mindset behind the close mm. and there they should be at least maybe a aiming for a little bit more polish so that their their insecurities don't come so that then they can stay connected to their audience they can be focused on serving yes. and be focused on if sometimes like what I work with I adore and one of my good friends and I work with him for three years is T Harvecker yes. yeah he's the master of selling from the stage and you know, he would push people he would piss people off and, you know and he is great at sales but he did it for their good you know he did it to be able to help them to take the next step one of my dearest closest most wonderful friends that i love dearly is a guy named blair singer he's in Blair's sales in, yes. and so blair is just so phenomenal oh my gosh he's just amazing he's a master and so he does that all the time mm. you know so and and again that's part of i mean i have silver hair to prove it <laughs> you know that's part of the wisdom of putting in those decades of experience mm. uh and it takes many masters to make a masterpiece, mm. right? Each person brings a piece. Like your people can take your piece, maybe a huge chunk of your piece. They might need a little piece of my piece. They might need Charlie Fusco's piece. They might need Blair Singer's piece. They might need Harvard Eckers' piece, Tony Robbins' piece. And look, you know what? If you're a lifelong learner, do it all. Mm. I study how to be a coach, a facilitator, a trainer, so that if I'm in front of the room and I realize I need to put people in a training ex exercise to lock it in. Yes. Lock it in. <laughs> lock it in. Yes, that's gonna uh, be my talent. <laughs> <laughs> the Deborah voice <laughs> on my podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then you're flipping in there, right? Yes. You know, so all you need to do is have, I'm sure, same thing, a clear goal. I always reverse engineer everything. Start with the end in mind. How do you want your audience to feel? Right. What stories and case studies do you need to do there right. to get there? When you look at how you want your audience to feel, mm. that's going to tell you what words to choose. Mm. That's going to tell you 
notice now I have my voice more quiet and yeah. more silent. It's going to tell you that right approach. Mm -hmm. So, and we do this naturally when we're in conversation. True. And when I sit, when, you know, when we're having yeah. a conversation yeah. now, yeah. and we do this naturally when we're with our loved ones or when we're really having a good time. And so, but when people get on a stage, they stop being natural yeah. or get in front of a camera. Yes. They stop being natural. Yes. Yes. And so that's because they're so self-conscious. And so these tools, I'm always building like a toolkit or you know, multiple tools to be able to pull them out when you need them. So I look at everything as a system. Like let's say for example, if you are very clear, a big part of sales is having people imagine mm. what it would be like to... You have to create that vision. Exactly. Them, right? yeah. So when you create that vision, you need to be seeing the vision. And if you're seeing the vision of whatever that is, whether it's financial freedom... It's almost your emotions, your pictures leading your voice. Exactly. When you're talking in front of a group of people, then you, you are reading people. And here's the real genius about that. And I know you do this naturally mm. in what it is that you do, is that you're going to feel what they need to hear. It's true. It is very, very true. Because I, I think as I speak more and more, I, this just one day, I kind of developed this sense mm -hmm. where, example, let's say I'm speaking to a group of 100, round table, I could sense maybe that table there, there's some questions. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, some, yeah, I should yeah, pause. Yeah. I think there's something they want me to address. Yeah. Is this like sixth sense? I don't know how to describe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's being present with the room. Yes. And look, if you are, number one, you have to be comfortable with yourself. And for people who are not used to speaking a lot in public, mm -hmm. they need to know their material. There is no way you can get to that level of awareness with your audience without knowing what you're saying. Right. Yeah? yeah. But then, and if you can give up this crazy idea that you have to be perfect. And kind of being in control. Like, I yeah. want to be precise. And control yeah. the whole thing. Well, yeah, look, yeah. I, well, I want to control all the things that I can control, like the technology, the microphone, yes. the time, yes. the system. I want to control my opening. I need to stay on time. And, you know, I want to control, you know, when you go to a close, it depends on what it is that you're offering and what that next best step is. Many right. times, sometimes that close, the words you say are very, very crucial. Yes. So for some people who may not be natural at it, they have to practice it and yes. they have to practice it with that intention. And again, one of the things that I say all the time and in my book, I actually have a book coming out first before Million Dollar Voice, which is called Speak Like a Superstar. Yes. And so in that book, I, I show people how to copy people they love. So let's say many people, you know, you have a whole Michael Jackson, army of people who love you, right? Or yeah, somebody loves Michael Jackson. The person I use in my book is Martin Luther King, yes. who had a really powerful message and Very I deconstruct. Powerful voice. Yeah, but yes. And I deconstruct and his words sounded like what what they mean. Mm. And he took long pauses and he had that Southern Baptist type of style, which yes. most people don't speak in. Correct. But if somebody wants to get better at landing a message and nailing a message, they can do practice the last three minutes of Martin Luther King's speech or just take a minute of it. That's what I did. Yeah. That's like at the time I, I studied like say Tony Robbins. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Les Brown. Yeah. All these great motivational speakers and I tried to imitate them, right? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And Zig Ziglar. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Those guys are, yeah. I speak with mostly all of them. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, and yeah. I, I tried to imitate, but then later on, I, once I kind of got, got a hang of it, then I know I need to develop my own style, right? Yeah. So I kind of learned the 
the basics, the principles, yeah. but then I develop my own style. Well, that's good. And how you did, I mean, you did it in a very natural way. Mm. I do the same thing with singing. Mm. Like if you want to find your signature style singing, the you choose six sing. different artists you like, yes. you master each song, yes. and then your own style starts to emerge. Yes. So you are very clever to do that. That's super smart. That's it for today's episode of the Dan Lok Show. Head over to thedanlockshow.com and be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes. You are guaranteed to expand your thinking, your network, and your network. So be sure to subscribe to the show today. Dan also has a gift for you. Go to www.danlockshow.com because there are bonuses when you subscribe.